It's time for Mature Muscle with Lee and Phil. Okay, welcome everyone to the first episode of Mature Muscle. We've got myself, Lee, and we've got Phil. Say hello, Phil. Hello, everyone. I can hear your uh, guy in the your guy in the background cutting the trees. <laughs> you, you can hear him, can you? It's okay. We don't. I don't think, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. All right, let's just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Typical. He's been quiet all day, and he decides to cut his tree down just yeah. to start a podcast. So, um, we're going to start this little chat with um, just an explanation of what this is all about. Um, myself and Phil decided to put a little um, podcast together, focusing on. Um, people of mature age, so 40 plus, but it can be anyone. So all this information is relevant to anyone. But um, we're going to tailor some of the information towards the more mature crowd like us. So mature muscle also means um, ourselves because we're both um, getting on. <laughs> but we've got we also refer to you um, as the mature muscle. So anyway, a little bit about me. Um, I've been in the industry for 30 years, give or take. I started off as an instructor, um, went through a gym owner, run a few CrossFits, two CrossFit gyms, uh, but decided to go back to my roots as one-on-one because that's kind of what I love. And that's probably what I'm, if I'm honest, that's what I'm best at. It wasn't my um, my niche running a gym. It was too much admin. Um, but now I'm focusing on my LCSC, my business. Um, wanted to put this out there just to spread the word a little bit on the common mistakes that we see um so yeah let's let's what about you phil give us a little bit of info buddy um i've been training for about 20 years i've been officially in the industry fifth i must have left uni 15 years ago now i've done it all uh taught classes like pilates spinning that kind of stuff currently i now work predominantly with 40 plus uh men business owners entrepreneurs just kind of professional men that are busy um and i have, a, I have an online program that does that so i've got clients you know all around the world who basically are sick of struggling you know, normally my guys are quite successful. They've got families, kids, everything is in place. But the one thing they can't quite fix, as you know, Lee, is uh, they can't get they can't get in shape and they're yep. pissed off with it. Um, yep. As a from my own training, I've been a, um, a British finalist in bodybuilding, a British finalist in powerlifting. Um, so I'm not too bad at some of that stuff. Um, and that's right, yeah, so, you're making me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 you could have done all right, mate. You would have been fine in some of those as well. You did. So that's yeah, between the two of us, what we said, like 50, 50 odd years of experience. Yeah, correct. And by the way, before we go any further, like you suggested this, we should have a disclaimer here because um, we are we are going to be getting quite um, verbal about things and there's probably going to be a bit of bad language. So if you're really offended by that, now is a good time to uh, maybe switch over to something else. Uh, we're not going to be foul um, and spitting out, you know, vulgarity, vulgarities, but um, we're going to be being honest and we're going to be, you know, being on. It's an honest chat. It's probably the best way to say it um out there um so we spoke about um mature muscle and our target audience but should we break that down a little bit um who who do we think this is most valuable for um you want to 
chat, chat about that for a minute yeah like this we were discussing this and this is like this to me there's there are three types of people um the most obvious is the guys are already training or women that are already training um already seeing results are happy but maybe want to learn a bit more you know there's you know you know you and i we've been doing this a combination of combined total of like 50 odd years but we i still listen to podcasts read books i'm still i'm always like a student of it so there's always yeah. something you can learn so there'll be those people um those may not make up the core um a core audience but the two i think it's important to who i who i like to help or the ones i've like my business focuses on is um either the guy in the gym the woman in the gym who's already self-motivated committed and dedicated they're the guys that go to the classes go to the gym they eat well but they don't see the results for me that's that that for me really frustrates me if you've been in a gym for any amount of time you're always going to see that core group of members that are pretty dedicated they're there week in week out they tell you they're eating well, but they don't look like they even go to the gym. And normally yeah. for those, it's just it's More normally with those as clients. Yeah, and a lot of my clients are like that. Some of my best clients have been the ones where they've come along and they're like, they, "I don't need the motivation. I don't need." I'm, that, at the time, they might be losing motivation because there's nothing worse than putting your working your fucking ass off for nothing in return. So that's one. That's one person. Like you, if you're listening to this now, you'll be the person that thinks, "I'm sick of not getting much of, of a return on my investment." And by investment, I mean time, energy, and maybe even money. Um, it's big it's a big investment you've got you know three to three to six hours a week you've got all the faffing around prepping your meals you know making sure you're eating properly so it is a big investment so you definitely want to see something for it yeah the analogy i use is like you know how long would you go to work for and not get paid if you did six months of your job and you didn't get paid you'd be like why the fuck am i here yeah like, that's the famous people in the gym and i don't and there are people that still stay motivated and do it but for those guys those of you listening i, I say guys a lot but i refer to the guys as women as well but um yeah. Same here. But those guys like listening for you, it might be a case of you're listening to one episode and go, "Fuck, I wish I'd known that." I get that a lot yeah. from my clients. You know, I've got yeah. a, I think it's recorded into a into an online program. It's all recorded, and one of the most common things I get is, "Jesus, why didn't someone just teach me this 20 years ago?" Yeah. So that, well, that and that is what the podcast is about, right? Yeah. Well, this podcast is going to be about like fuck, get rid of all the fucking the BS. You know, if you go onto Google and type weight loss for men, weight loss for women, post pregnancy weight loss, whatever, you're going to get 500 odd million hits. And yeah. it's all going to be different and saying different stuff and you're not going to know where to start. So that's really what this podcast is about. The other person is maybe the person who actually isn't doing anything yet. And they are, they do know they want to lose weight. I get it. I mean, I, I speak to guys on the phone every single day that are either the person I just spoke about or they are the person that's, you know, I've got a guy that's just started who's um not exercised for a long time. You know, he's 30 plus stone and he wants to change. Um, yeah. The, the content is going to be different for that person because there's no point me telling that person what to eat and drink and what to do in the gym because those fuckers aren't even doing the basics they can't even go to the gym because they don't want to there's no motivation so hopefully what we can do is is we can either help those of you listening who are who are struggling for details in other words you're thinking what's not why why can't i why am i not getting results or you're going to be the person listening who needs a bit of a an incentive to start and maybe you're scared of starting because you've tried in the past you know a lot of guys i talk to are you know scared to start because they failed so many times they're like what's the fucking point here's, Hopefully- a, point. here's a good one here's a good one too um you must relate to this as well there's a lot of people who say oh, i want to get fit first before i come to the personal trainer i've never understood that logic but i get it a lot see somebody will say to me can you give me two weeks you know two, two three weeks just to get fit first before i come to see you and i'm like <laughs> no let's let's start at the ground floor mate 
yeah um, i don't get it know, like and, saying i'm gonna like go to do a few like online lessons before i start school yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no, just go to fucking school and learn i'm just gonna i'm just gonna give the car a quick polish before you clean it for me yeah yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah and that's true so those for me those are the three people we'll probably we're going to talk to but really for everybody listening it's always going to be the things you're going to need uh, help with are even going to be technical like details things like the diet or the training or it could be mindset motivation you know commitment so anywhere and and, and that can change you could you know somebody who used to be really up for it i spoke to a guy yesterday who used to be a professional footballer and stuff and he can't believe now he's 50 he's let himself let himself go but he's trying to get that desire back it's just so that's yeah. what we're going to cover on this podcast i spoke it's, to um, a guy yesterday who was a former track athlete and um, he could de- barely do a burpee. He was he was he was actually quite disgusted in himself. But you've got to try and turn that mindset around, haven't you? Everyone's got to start that first step. And sometimes that's the biggest one. That's the killer. That first step. That first that first workout where you feel horrendous. You know. I, I think it's hard as well. I, I get that. Like I, I get a mixture of guys. I get the. I got a guy who at the currently who's about in my week eleven of my program who's. I don't think he's ever been to the gym or ever been quote unquote quote unquote sporty or athletic or into like kind of thing. And he's 68, right. but he's doing really well. He's a good example of someone that just didn't know anything. Right. And it may be somewhat sometimes actually easier for that person. Cause what I tell you what's worse. It, I, I've always said this myself. I don't want to be that 55 year old, six year old guy that has to talk about what I was, how good I was at, in my thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that that this, is, this is a picture of me when I was bodybuilding. And then, yeah. then someone that, and then someone to look at me like, what, well, what happened to you, you fucking old man? Like, what happened? Yeah. Like, you know, where did the belly come from? Yeah, what, what, what happened to you? Why did you stop being that? I want to be like, obviously, you're not going to be maybe your best, but I want to want people to still look at me in my fifties and sixties and still be like, ah, oh, guy's in good shape. And that's why yeah, yeah. most yeah. of my clients are fifty plus. How many, how many times do you get um, the classic? Oh, I used to be. You know, <laughs> you know when you hear you hear that from the start of a conversation or a start of a sentence. Oh, I used to be, and you think. All I can think of is why aren't you still, you know, you don't write yeah. yourself off at 40, 50 or 60. You know, there's plenty of people. And I'm talking about men and women here. I had a chat with a guy the other day, actually. He kept referring to himself as like, you know, oh, he kept saying it's going to be really tough to do this now. And you know, I'm a bit past it. I was, I was like, you know, excuse me. I was like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 36. Wow. That's that's, that's an <laughs> early checkout, isn't it? That's like, <laughs> early check out. I was like, how are you like already writing yourself off for being kind of past it? <laughs> yeah. Like I got guy, you know, like you as well. I got clients that are in their fifties, like early mid fifties, that look like better than people in their twenties. I'm like, yeah. they started in their fifties with me. Yeah. Like that's don't like it does. It's not. It's never too late, which is good. Probably a good thing for people listening to take note of. Is it's never too late. Um, you need some people just need to stop listening to their excuses. Yeah. I used to get a guy to follow. Used to say, uh, "You can either be committed to your goals, or you're more committed to your you're more committed to your excuses." Yeah, yeah. You can have you can have excuses. Uh, yeah, or goals, but not both. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's it's. I don't know. It's it's a strange one when you when you talk to people like that, and you, it, the first part of the conversation is trying to talk themselves out of the fact that they're not too old or too unfit for it. That's the half the battle. Is getting that initial kind of tie up that little that little commitment to start isn't it i do um i have a quite specific way that i run my business with sales calls so like i'm quite quite picky about who i let into the program because you know a lot of people won't do the work and the last thing you want is to um there's just some people you can't help it's just you know they might be wasting your own time yeah yeah, you're wasting so i've got quite a specific sequence and the the first part that you know one of the main parts of the call is to find out the problem why what's what's going on now how is it affecting you what the consequences really it's about them being honest with themselves because a lot of guys will um 
sweep their problems under the rug or they kind of you know turn a blind eye to it and you always get that and so my you know i'll always ask the people you know what what's going on right now what's the biggest struggle what you know tell me a bit what, about what things. was the trigger what was the trigger to, to call you that's the yeah, interesting that's one as well to give me the story the story is like you know well you know i used to be a footballer and i was like one time i said like you know i said to a guy you know you he said about being fit used to play football i was like well how old were you when you played football he was like i was 15 i was like you can't use the 15 year old guy that you were he was 50 years old like you can't like if it fair enough it was only three or four years ago you could i would acknowledge you I mean, okay you've only, you you were a footballer a few years ago what happened in those last three or four years but to try and like claim that you it's like they're trying to they're trying to claim that's their that's their identity i am the fit person um I, it's just ludicrous and you're right you some of the stories you hear uh some of the stories you hear um just made me laugh but yeah that, that, is a lot of i think a lot of the time guys wanting to soften it and make themselves feel better yeah definitely. the situation um but that's the uh, some of the stuff we might talk about in this podcast over the course of the weeks is yeah um how to get people to just just take responsibility for where they are and own up to it like i am fat i yeah. have done this not i do not, drink too much i yeah, do, do i do not, sit around yeah. watching netflix and eating Mars bars or whatever. It's just there's, there's got there's got to be a, a, an admittance of what's going on first before we can move on, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I get a lot of guys that are like, um, you know, I had a guy once that was a. Uh, I get a lot of guys that are like twenty plus stone, and I was like, you know, have you got any health problems? And he was like, no, no. I went to the doctor recently, and he said, you know, I'm 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 pretty fit. Like he, he didn't have diabetes yet, <laughs> but yeah. twenty yeah. over twenty stone. Like is yeah, it yeah. never is. It's the doctor be, because it's going to be pre-diabetic then at minimum, yeah, it's coming, right? And it's just like, but he was he was softening the the realness of the situation by like just because he hadn't had that kind of diagnosis when you know it was coming. Like it's a yeah. You know, I used to work. We've had a client who um he messaged me the other day. He said, "Do you remember that client so and so? It was a guy that always just turned up um drunk and late and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, I remember that client. He was awful. He died. He was like forty. Died of a heart wow. attack." Yeah. It's just uh, uh, so that's a, something I we want to get through on the this podcast. Is a lot of these consequences are very real. Yeah, um, absolutely. You can't get more real than death. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Although I don't think I've, what I've learned over the years is uh, death is not a big motivator, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you no, what, it's not. It's not. It really isn't. Like because I think as humans, we 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 live in a in a in a bubble of like it won't happen to me i won't be the one yeah. that gets covid won't get diabetes denial. i won't die denial mate but denial. just a river in africa is it mate <laughs> yeah so i have stopped talking about health in a lot of my marketing and my messaging and my blogs and stuff and now i talk about problems that are real and affecting people now and that could be like um low sex drive you know people taking the piss out of them you know things that are just actually happening right now as opposed to trying to convince people of to fix a problem that might only kill them in 10 years time it's quite a difficult sell um, so just to bring that all together then so we're looking we've got three kind of types of people we're aiming for but there are you could be a mix of you know three of them so you could but you could have a little bit of knowledge and think you're doing okay but they could have a few large you know chunks or, or things missing in your in your vocabulary or your your kind of arsenal of training that you've never tried or you know maybe you just don't look at the nutrition and you could, we all know that you can't out train a bad diet so if that's your kind of achilles heel then hopefully some of the stuff we're going to be talking about on here will help that and likewise if it's trained the way i look at it you've got like um you've got like a triangle 
of things that need to be right with training. Your training needs to be right, your nutrition needs to be right, and your recovery needs to be right. So if you're not sleeping well, you know, you're stressed, you've got kids, you're only sleeping four or five hours a night, that's going to be a massive hindrance to your training. And this goes for men and women. Um, if your training's a little bit, you know, inconsistent, you're all over the place, you, you train hard for one week, then you do nothing for two weeks, you're back on it again, your body doesn't know whether it's, you know, it's arse from its elbow. And then, again, then you've got the other one with the nutrition. So you train well, you plenty of sleep, but you eat like crap. So, uh, you know, you can, you, you've got to give the, the machine some good fuel. So um, those things that we're going to be covering, all, all aspects of that, the recovery side, so how much sleep, um, nailing the training, making sure everybody's working effectively, and, and then definitely covering the nutrition side. So those are all things we're going to be covering. So I just want to move on to... Um, some non-negotiables i've just made a little note here that there's some things that you know they're just they're just gospel they need to be they need to be done um i mentioned one there the recovery so you know if you haven't got good sleep at least at least you know seven to nine hours of sleep um you're gonna struggle aren't you what do you think about the sleep and recovery side yeah, I think it's something that people don't really. Um, I got a client literally messaged me before we started this podcast, and he wants to train um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wow, yeah. and, and like, I actually only gave him a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday was meant to be recovery, and he's been he's added in like he's repeating Monday session again on the Wednesday, and he's moaning about being too sore. And I was like, Yeah, hello. Well, like, I took. There's a reason why. A, there's a reason why I wrote your fucking program like this. Yeah, uh, you'll probably listen to this. So. Paul, stop it. Um, yeah. You know, like, and it's not his fault. Yeah, no, to be fair as well, to be fair to him, because he will listen, and I, he's done very well, and he actually is just, he's just over-eager. He doesn't like taking rest days because he's really enjoying training. So it's not so much as, he's just doing it because he wants to do more. And that's... You've got to uh, kind of dial that enthusiasm down, haven't you? That's the problem. Yeah. I, I, used to, I used to have to send people home from CrossFit sessions. You know what? You know what CrossFit's like? It gets very culty. I said, yeah. I, I actually sent one guy home. He'd come in for like four or five days in a row. I said, you cannot batter your body five days in a row at CrossFit, you'll, you'll end up in hospital. I actually sent him home. He, he, was, he went home like a whipped puppy. It was tragic. <laughs> well, I uh, sorry. thanked him for it in the end. He thanked me for it in the end. When I taught, it's the same as when I taught fitness classes. I taught a Saturday morning. It was a body combat, which is an hour. It's like a martial arts and music, which actually is yeah. a, it's a really fucking hard class if you've ever done it. Um, body pump is a hard class. It's an hour of, yeah. you know, pump weights and music, you know, like five minute squat tracks. If you put the right amount of weight on it's a fucking hard class and then the third class was a third class was body balance which is the stretching one but still there was almost like this badge of honor where like people would come in on saturday morning to the nuffield and be like are you you doing the triple quote unquote the triple yeah yeah, yeah. these are the people that not only did the triple on the saturday um would also do like endless classes all through the week and i'd say to you some there'd be people that done more classes than me and i'm the one getting paid to do it yeah Yeah. i like and this is what I, they in all honesty used to look like a sack of shit because it was too yeah. much training and then obviously the food was usually out and I, it was funny adrenal, i had quite a few adrenal pressure like over overpressure the adrenal glands and all of that yeah kids and stuff and you're trying to add like i mean i've tried it i was one point most of my money came from fitness classes i was trying to do when i say i was trying to do the bodybuilding thing i was just trying to like grow with body with with weights it wasn't really bodybuilding per se and i was kickboxing and i was probably doing four to five hours every day monday to saturday and yeah. I, I, I look at pictures of myself and I'm like, I didn't really look that great here at all because I was doing way too much to recover too from. Much. Yeah, that's Not right. You, we, we all, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've seen aerobic pictures in the past and without being too horrible, they didn't even look like they'd ever stepped inside a gym, but they were doing 20 classes a week and they were just, you know, in, it just didn't look it. Didn't hey, how it. Is, Lee. They look fat. 
Say it. Well, yeah, okay. They did look a bit fat. Yeah, so there's something wrong. I mean, if, you, if you're doing that many classes a week and you still look terrible, then there's something obviously wrong. So it's not more isn't definitely the best. Um, yeah, and I say to my clients, actually, when they first come to me, and I say, we are going to try and get you looking the best by doing the least and eating yeah. the most. Yeah. Like, that's, that's going back to my client. I wanted, I find actually, funny, just emailed before we started, actually, he can do a day on the weekend. That makes things a little bit different because he was trying to do five days, Monday to Friday in a row. Right. If I can get him to have Wednesday off, I could probably have him do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it's then Sunday off. Make, it makes a big difference because you split yeah. them. Um, so that's actually going to be okay. But before he was trying to cram it all Monday to Friday, and he was like, you know, he sent me a message saying, I'm, I just, you know, I just want to make sure I'm doing the, ironically, he wrote, I just want to make sure I'm doing a, the right training program to, to not waste my time and i was like well funny enough if you did less you'd probably if you if you keep doing too much you will waste your time that's one of the hardest things to, to get through to people isn't it that you can actually take a, a day off more more rest time and actually look better you know when i did that, my that goes with everyone that when i did my bodybuilding competition i did i was doing six days a week yeah and, and uh when i finished that phase of bodybuilding i went on to a program that i still follow to this day i did about three years which is a a four-day split and I remember thinking, man, am I going to miss being in the gym? And actually, as the older yeah. I get, if I'm honest, the older I get, the less I want to be in there. Um, I actually am thinking about going down to a three-day split. But uh, anyway, I've been doing the four-day, and I remember thinking, am I going to, is it going to be too little? Am I going to miss the gym? And I, it's been so much nicer. In terms yeah. of my actually three-day split. Um, so, yeah, the people listening to this, because all the guys listening to this, the women listening to this are going to be most likely, you know, we said 40-plus probably got kids probably either running businesses or you know got a job you know we aren't 20 years old that living with our mum and dads with like no care in the world you have enough stress as it is and exercise is just another stress of course Absolutely. It, it leads yeah. it leads to good adaptations and it, it, but if, if you if you mount too much stress on the body um then you're gonna not fail one yeah you're gonna end up feeling like shit and you won't yeah. sleep some of the some of the you know the side effects of uh, all the symptoms i guess of overtraining overreaching is poor sleep insomnia that kind of thing so yeah. it's quite hard and it's hard because you know we've just talked about people that don't have the motivation I, you often find that the people you take don't have the motivation or aren't getting results once they start seeing results and enjoying it then they flip to the other side of the spectrum they're like fuck this is working i'm really enjoying it then they want to, then you have to try and sometimes rein them back in yeah absolutely because <laughs> it's, it's, when people start enjoying it they think right this is great i want to do more and that's one of the hardest things is to is to stop is to um, wind it in, make it effective and short duration sometimes. Because people, I don't know about you, but people have often said, "Can we do? Can we do an hour and a half?" And they say, "We don't need an hour and a half. You, if you if you you should be in and out in an hour. Um, you know, stress the body and then let it recover." Yeah, so that's recovery. And then moving on to I guess nutrition. Yeah, I think one of the things I want to we'll get we'll get across the in. I think we're like we'll have episodes which are. Uh, specific to dietary systems ketogenic yeah. for example yeah. uh, uh intermittent fasting the ones that are kind of people know like the ones that are almost branded or named but really yeah. what we get across mostly in this podcast is that um none of those diets are best are the best unless they're the best for you absolutely uh, so the, the uh, cookie cutter approach um doesn't work we need to eat this people are very complicated so there's there's going to be different things that work for different people. We're definitely going to get that across. And um, if we give people plenty of choice, they can start to maybe link these things to them. So make some connections with how they look, feel and perform. Um, and if and if they think it suits them, the best trial and error is one of the best ways you try something for a month. If it doesn't work, you try something else. Yeah. And within a month, you're going to know, aren't you? You're going to know whether it works for you. 
Working with clients is actually um, teach them the base, like well, I guess from a lack of, like I teach them the fundamentals, like what are the what are the basics we need to to adhere to, and then uh, if you took one of my clients' diets, you know, because again, we because of the people listening, if you're a business owner or you're busy or you got kids, you're not going to have this. You're not going to, you may not be able to wake up every day and make, you know put together six perfectly weighed out Tupperware pot meals like, you know, like, yeah. you see, like you see on fucking Instagram like everything's colour coded and it's mental you might actually have to stop off at the service station or you might have to you know you've got a birthday for your kids and you're going to have to go to Frankie and Benny's or whatever it can't yeah. be printed. so why why if you looked at my clients I guess if you could lay out their diet plan in front of in front of people on a bit of paper you'd be like you'd be hard pushed to know what system because it might be like right, Monday was a high carb day it would look like a high carb day because we went to an Italian. Okay, but that yeah. day he's really busy with meetings. He didn't eat his first meal till twelve. Is he intermittent fasting? No, he's not. He just was busy. It's yeah. just didn't I call it, I, yeah, I call this adaptive dieting. It's just my way of saying like we just adapt the diet to the day, yeah, or the circumstance or the preference, essentially. Yeah. Uh, that's what we need to talk about more. Is, is that is trying to teach the people that listen to this how to just uh, find something that fits their lifestyle so it becomes a lifestyle, not like. Like, you know, we all know that if you go low carb, you're gonna, you could lose weight. But how many people realistically, I always say to people, how many people realistically want to go on a low carb diet forever? I know I don't. <laughs> like, no, exactly. <laughs> and it, it's, if it's a diet and it's not part of your lifestyle, it means at some point you're going to come off it. And then, of course, you're going to relapse. So it's got to be something that you can maintain um, indefinitely, really. Because if you're if you're going to be yo-yoing back and forward between different eating styles, it, that's not good for the body either. No, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I think that's what we need to uh, basically focus on in this podcast. Is hopefully by the time people listen to this first episode, is they'll go, you know, this is going to be for me. The information is going to be is going to be valuable, relevant, yeah, relevant exactly. and valuable, basically. So we're not going to be covering a huge amount on this first one, as, as we discussed. We're just going to give it an outline, introduce ourselves, have a quick chat about uh, the direction the podcast is going to take. So. Please, if you're listening and you think, well, I'm not sure this is for me, that's fair enough. But um, we will be covering um, all of the essentials um, in, in certain amount of detail. We're not, we're not going to bombard you with loads of technical information and, um, you know, make it uncomfortable to listen to. We want it to be something you can just look, pick up, listen, learn something from and then, call, you know, check out. So yeah, I think it's pretty pretty much there i think with this this first one um, yeah so we're going to be we're going to be posting this soon um we're going to be thinking about which first few podcasts we're going to work on with the diet nutrition um side of it or the training side or recovery so keep posted uh, listen up to the next one and um there'll be more of this yeah where where where, where can we send them to we've got the facebook group now we could probably put a link somewhere for this um, yeah we're on, yeah if you're listening to this and you're not on the um mature muscle facebook group get on get yourself on there we're just we'll just we'll just tick you on that's fine and there'll be little updates on there on on the nutrition training and recovery titles that we're going to be covering and, and the information we're going to be having up will point you in the right direction to which type of episode you'll see um also, make sure you, if you've got any questions and get in get in the Facebook group and ask the questions because what we're going to do, we're going to try and just answer a few questions. And if we get enough questions, we could do a, a, an episode of questions because I think they're really – it's a nice way because most of the questions you have will probably be a question that someone else either wanted to ask or you'll think, shit, that's actually a good question. That will help me. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. So there's, a, there's 
plenty of space on there. So get um, get dropping in your questions if you've got something that's biting at you that you've always wondered. Then there's your chance. Yeah, gonna be cool, man. Excellent. Are you gonna Are you gonna do that? Are you gonna sing that song that we we agreed on, Lee, for the uh, outro? Not not <laughs> not a chance, mate. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm just gonna spend every week just trying to mess with you. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to that already. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that, no, I'm looking forward to this now. Um, yeah, me too. It's going to be great. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, and keep your eye out for the next uh, next um, episode coming up soon. See you later. Yeah. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Mature Muscle, please subscribe and find us on most social media. Until next time, stay shredded. <laughs>